0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Well, hello
1: and welcome, and thank you for joining us. We are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier, and we got some great stories and great tech things for you today. So thank you for joining us, and how are you, Marcia?
0: I'm still recovering from CES. I, I don't know if my body can still take that CES thing anymore. <laughs> this yeah, is like it's crazy. Lot.
1: It's a lot. It's a and lot of uh, stuff jammed in in a few days.
0: Of course, products for review all come in at once. And, you know, then the PR people, did you get it? Did you get it? How'd you like it? How'd you like it? Yeah, right. And I said, whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, there's several boxes waiting to be unpacked. And we're going to do them one at a time. So, no, I got a couple for this. I got a couple good ones in the show today that are reasonably priced and something everybody can use. So that's that's cool. Okay, good. How was your um, week? Any new tech in your life?
1: No, I haven't seen anything new that was particularly exciting that I wanted And what's uh, the update this-
0: on your iPhone Pro 15 Pro? Uh it's fine. It's fine. It's not my favorite
1: iPhone. There's a, I've had a number of glitches that I've talked about on the air, little different software issues, and it freezes from time to time. And I would say this, I don't know if it's the software, they're on iOS 17 point something. Uh, but not, I'm not as huge a fan as I've been in the past in iPhones, which is unfortunate, but oh well.
0: Yeah, phones, phones are kind of phones. And, yeah. you know, the key word of CES was AI, AI, AI. Everything right. has AI in it. And I don't know if it's just, at this point, become a marketing term with basic AI, just so they can use the, you know, because anybody at this point can use AI. Right. It's how you use it and whether it's really going to benefit you or it's just going to collect your data. We don't Mm know. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So in other news, Samsung uh, had its Unpacked event, and that was a very big deal. Uh, They kept texting and uh messaging people on Twitter, excuse me, X. <laughs> and they revealed their first ever AI-powered smart- smartphones. The Galaxy S24, the Galaxy S24 Plus, and the Galaxy 24 Ultra. Um basically the short version because I, you know, I haven't played with one but I'll give you the short version. All Galaxy 24 smartphones feature 40% brighter displays. I don't know. Have you ever been cranking up your display because you need to see it? (laughs) I mean, I do find, oddly,
1: in talking about the iPhone, that every once in a while, the screen just goes dark for no reason at all. And I have to jack up the display, the brightness. Uh, But mostly I keep it pretty bright, and it's more than sufficient.
0: Well, you know, I think the feature of that is, and I've seen that on phones too, is they're trying to preserve your battery. Right, so well, yeah. the phone sees that the battery's going down, so it's going to give you less brightness. And no, thank you. Just run down my battery, please. Let me. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, in my case, it goes from very bright to suddenly dark, where oh, you can beautiful. barely see the screen.
0: Well, that's a feature, Mark. That oh, I'm is sure, that, that's oh, AI. That's, oh, yay!
1: <laughs> As you say, no thanks. I'll just well, myself
0: they have forty percent brighter displays, and that has to do with nits and we'll talk about that in a future show because I have another phone coming that I will have a hands on look at upgraded cameras uh because let's face it, the cameras don't take good enough pictures no. right it's ridiculous <laughs> um but from what I understand, they have like crazy. Crazy, amazing phones. So, I mean, uh, pick cameras on these phones. But again, I haven't taken any pictures of it, and yeah, who knows? Who knows yeah, do how know good when they this are. Is supposed
1: to come out their new phones.
0: Uh, they will be delivering anytime, okay. anytime soon. I don't know All the right. exact date because, uh, okay, so the specs on the S twenty four and the S twenty four plus. Have a fifty megapixel camera.
1: Yeah, well, that's what we need.
0: (laughs) But it is f one point eight.
1: You would need that,
0: right? And f one point eight is good because that's a low light condition lens opening. Then there's the Galaxy S twenty four Ultra, and that has two hundred megapixel.
1: Okay. Two
0: hundred megapixel camera. Did you fall over dead? <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. Why? And that's F1.7, which is a tenth of a F-stop. Let's more light in.
1: Nobody needs a 200 megapixel camera. I don't they even haven't... know what professionals use, frankly. You know, professionals now, because I've hosted a few distinguished speakers, uh, like uh, Annie Leibowitz. I, you know, have, next time I run across somebody like that, I to ask them what the megapixels on their digital cameras are.
0: Well, you know, the thing is, they have a, quote, pro-visual AI engine that promises natural-looking photos. So I honestly don't know how much of this is actually optical versus, you know, resolution processing in the camera. So I don't know. The front camera is 12 megapixels, and they have a telephoto lens with it three-time optical zoom of 10 megapixels on the regular Galaxy S24, which I think is just fine. That's all you need. On the Ultra, it's a 50 megapixel with a five-time optical zoom or a 10 megapixel with a three-time optical zoom. But anyway, the optical zoom is the key So it's not uh, interpolated by the software. So that's cool. Real quick, circle to search with Google. So you have a picture and you circle it with your finger and you tap on anything and you'll get search results, which I think is already a feature of Android because this is using Android 14. One big thing that I was very impressed that uh, I read in review that somebody actually tried it and it works incredibly well. And that's live translate. When you're talking to someone, let's say in Chinese, and they don't speak English and you don't speak Chinese, it literally does two way real time voice and text translation.
1: I mean, well, that sounds like it would be a nice function.
0: It instantly translates live conversations real time and also with texts. So that to me is is a great feature. It's kinda yeah, they've been talking about that for a
1: while, so that that is
0: yeah, to put that on a phone, yeah, that's a big deal AI photo tools edit suggestions looks like they've improved a bit over the regular um Google photo. They have generative edit, which is a i where you can fill in parts of an image background um fill in borders. And slightly move people or objects to be in perfect position, which is all great. But on the phone that I use, that's Android 13, I used Magic Eraser to take a picture of me. And I had a picture in a plaid dress and I had a sash across my dress. And I wanted to take it out of the picture. Mm -hmm. It did it just fine. It was amazing.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to work really well.
0: You know, that really works. Reviews. So I don't know how much extra that Samsung has put into this, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. The price? Are you holding on to your seat? Yeah. Uh the S twenty four Ultra at thirteen hundred dollars. Okay. S twenty four at a thousand. That's the S twenty four plus. And the S twenty four at eight hundred. Okay. That's and pretty, pretty much who in really line cares with what colors. Prices who really cares what colors they come in because you put a case on it anyway. And the S24 series gives you free storage upgrade to the next storage tier up to one terabyte. I don't know where that is. Receive Samsung credit up to a hundred dollars when you purchase directly at Samsung.com and receive 20% off Samsung care plus with theft and loss with the protection of any S24 series device for a limited time. Hmm. Ah, they will be available January 31st on Samsung.com, Samsung Experience Stores, and major carriers and retailers. You can (laughs) pre-order.
1: While you were talking about that, I just for fun looked up megapixels on high-end cameras. Yeah. So I was on Amazon. There's a Fujifilm. It's their GFX100. High-end, it's a $7,500 camera. It has 102 megapixels. So if a $7,500 high-end camera has 102, do we really need a 200-megapixel phone?
0: Well, you know, that's the question, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: And most people who use their phones do not shoot in any kind of image that needs that kind of megapixels.
0: Actually, I highly recommend that the minute you get a new phone, you go to the camera and go to the defaults and step it down as almost as low as you can. Right. Because it'll just eat up the storage on your phone, right? Oh, I mean yeah, It'll t- kill it. And one of the things I'm going to talk about soon, will fix that. Okay. So uh, we've, well, we've been a- lucky with the weather here in Los Angeles. Lord I mean, oh, it's yeah. cold and rainy and whatever, but nothing like Chicago. Did you see My this story? Hometown.
1: Yeah, pretty cold there, I suspect. And in fact, I don't know if you were if anybody was watching the football games that were played last weekend, not in Chicago, but Oh, the Buffalo
0: Bills, they Buffalo had to shovel Bills. out the stadium.
1: Yeah, six below 30 27 37% wind chill factor.
0: It was insane. Yeah, it really so was. So anyway, crazy. in Chicago, um, They were having a lot of trouble. Now, remember I told you when I went to Alaska and I was taking pictures, I was my phone would just drain to zero. Mm-hmm. And I was taught by Alaskans that you take the phone and put it next to your body under all the sweaters and everything. Oh, God. And then the battery goes back up.
1: That's interesting.
0: What While people giving ne- you
1: cancer from radiation of the phone.
0: Oh, well, there's that. Yeah. But it's only a couple of seconds. It really oh, works good. Okay, good really good. quickly. And the winter freeze, it, this story was about Chicago, mm-hmm. that people are getting reduced battery life. Um, Some people, okay, so a station with 20 Tesla superchargers was full almost all day uh, last Monday. You know, people were waiting in lines. It mm-hmm. was like Costco gas station, right? They're right. just waiting in long lines. And the problem is, when they were waiting in line, they had their heater on, which drained the battery even further. So one guy went to the supercharger. His Well, his battery was down to 20 to 25%. Now, this would stress me out. This would be Xanax time for me. You know, I'm driving around in the snow, and my car is, like, running low, yeah. and you can't go to a gas station. Right. The guy went to two different stations before he could find an open charger. Mm-hmm. By that time, his car had drained down to 5%, and it wow. had been doing so faster than normal because of the cold. Long story, story short, quote, here I am. We had to tow it out of the way. <laughs> okay. So Not the a sub, big surprise. So the sub-zero uh, temperatures have been tough really tough a lot of people in these cold areas are having to go to the charger twice a day mm-hmm. um a study by the AAA found that cold temperatures can temporarily reduce EV range by you ready more than 40% when drivers <laughs> use their heaters <laughs> wow 40% that's a big uh, deal
1: a- if you thought you were going to get 200
0: miles and you didn't right uh an AAA study again Found that in twenty degree weather, the average driving range fell by twelve percent when the car's heater was not in use, and the range fell by forty one percent when it was used and oh so by the way,
1: we all use our heaters in winter weather,
0: especially sub zero yeah and then exactly. they mentioned people who wake up, get into their cars, and it's their battery was like at sixteen <laughs> percent okay. Um, this is a serious. I'm not going to go through the whole story, but needless to say, this is a real problem with the current batteries that we are using in the cars. Now, I understand that in Greenland or somewhere, they use heaters on the inside of their car that are charged separately, and they it heat keeps the battery warm so it doesn't discharge while it's just sitting there. Right. Wow, I that could add almost another. have
1: to bring. I'm assuming there are portable heaters out there that are battery-operated that I guess you could put in your car so it isn't attached to the car.
0: Well, I mean, right? Uh, I'm thinking that we seriously need to make a decision about this because this is crazy. This is crazy. Very interesting. So off the cars for a second, you came up with a super fantastic...
1: Buy of the Week. Buy of
0: the Week, and this Thank is a great one, Mark. Yeah,
1: this is really good. Uh, Buy of the Week is at Harman Kardon, which has been a long time great uh, company for manufacturing speakers and headphones and automotive and all the other stuff they have. They have on sale their Onyx Studio 6 portable Bluetooth speaker, and of course, portable Bluetooth speakers are great if you have a party at your house or you, know, you want to take it outside in the backyard in the summer or just anywhere you want to be that gives you portable speakers. Well, well this, this is, is really good-looking, too. It's a, Yeah, it's a very interesting speaker. Uh, it's got wireless Bluetooth streaming, of course, which is what all these things have. It's got up to eight hours of playtime. So you got rechargeable, which is more than sufficient. Uh, it is waterproof. So if you keep it in the kitchen, you don't have to worry too much about uh, it getting too wet. Uh, it's a really, as Marcia just said, it's a really nice-looking speaker. Um, I don't it, can't even describe what it looks like, but it's a very, very nice looking speaker. It's and, a circle,
0: uh, and it looks like a very fancy purse to me. Yeah,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, with a handle on it. Mm-hmm. Um, takes five hours to charge it up, and again, eight hours of play time. Uh, price of this is just extraordinarily good. Uh, the retail price of this is four seventy nine ninety five. On the Harman-Kardon website, it is available today for $99.99.
0: And obviously, um, if you're visiting, you listening to this, and it's not today, but tomorrow, <laughs> or the next day, yeah. go to HarmanKardon.com. Look up in their Bluetooth speakers the Onyx Studio 6. It comes in black. It's gorgeous. And this is a 79% savings, and they limit five units per order.
1: Yeah, that's a really nice deal. And it, out of reviews, they had uh, 500 reviews on the website, and they're 4.5 star out of 5. So, that's a very, crazy. very nice uh, speaker. And again, it's Uh And
0: that is our buy of the week. Well, one other thing you can connect two smart devices at the same yeah. time, which is neat, and take turns playing music from one and the other. So, that that's kind of cool because. Yeah. I know we have a great Bluetooth speaker at home, uh, the, you know, portable one. And, you know, you have to, when you change from the Android to the iPhone, you have to, you know, redo, okay, reconnect, blah, 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 Right. Right. So that's great, Mark. Uh, I love that. Well, thank you. Glad
1: to have found that one. So you had a couple of reviews.
0: Okay. So these are reviews, and I decided to review items that are reasonably priced. So this is the reasonably priced show. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah.
0: You just had a great one. And these are incredibly useful. I I know you're going to laugh because, like, we all know, yeah, flash drives, we all have a bucket of them on the side of our desk, right? mm mm-hmm. But PNY came up with a couple of USB 3.2 Type-C to Type-A. USB flash drives and the PNY Elite X Type C. Basically, you can do the same thing. They're USB 3.2 Gen 1 flash drives. Obviously, the main difference is that one is just a USB C and the other one on one side has a USB C and the other side has a USB A, which is the older kind that. You know, you need to plug into your, I don't know, all of my uh, little, what are they called? Hubs are Mm -hmm. the old kind, but they're the fast USB. So it works. So basically the point is you can move content. Like when your phone gets loaded up as it's going to get loaded with all of these incredible pictures you're going to take at high resolution that you don't need. The, either of them, They have a C that plugs into the power port of your phone. You can move photos. Um, You can move music, movies. Put a movie on there. In other words, copy one onto the flash drive from your computer and then plug it into your phone and dump it into your phone so you can watch it on your phone if you're traveling and you have enough space right? Um, because it takes a lot. These are pretty amazing. They have Duolink. You have, the best part is it's a 200 megabyte per second speed read. Yeah, that's fast. I mean, that's fast. So you can pretty much stream directly if you want without switching it over and plunking it on your uh, the media mm-hmm. on your phone. You can stream from this little drive. They come in sixty four gigabytes one twenty eight gigabytes and two fifty six gigabytes, and the best part is they start at ten ninety nine Is that amazing
1: yeah, that's really cheap <laughs> They're very handy to have, like you say, everybody's got thirty of them laying around. I always seem like the one I look for has got too too small for storage for what I want, but this is that's a nice two hundred fifty six
0: megabytes i that is you know i mean but this the read is amazingly fast. So I'm excited about it. I'm using it because what I've decided to do is, you know, the photos that you upload sometimes are not of the exact same resolution as you've right. taken on your camera. So all I'm going to do is I'm going to power up any old phone that I have. I'm going to plug one of these into my phone, store the pictures on the little bitty drive. And the little bitty drives are very small. So that you can plug them into a very thin computer. Mm-hmm. So it works on Apple, Android, Windows. It just works. Just consider it another hard drive but portable. Nice. You yeah, know what I a- wish
1: somebody would invent? Something that when you get out of the shower, your towel isn't cold. <laughs> I wish somebody would come up with a good solution to that.
0: Well, I got you one. Oh, you do? Wow. Okay, so I saw this at CES, and I'm going, how did I see it at CES? I'm walking by, and there's a guy in a booth, and he's got a pair of tongs, and he's handing out warm hand towels. Oh, cute. (laughs) And it was freezing. It was just freezing when we were in Las Vegas. And this is from Keenray, K-E-E-N-R-A-Y, towel warmer. You can get them on Amazon, but I'll tell you about that in a minute. Um, I was sold on it. It even has a fragrance dispenser that gives it a nice warm Mm -hmm. heating. Um, Fast and even. I I was so excited about this product that I didn't even ask for a sample. I went home and the first thing I did was order one on Amazon, and they're about $100 on Amazon. And I can tell you— Way cheaper than the price here with the cost of of paying for what you pay to go out to dinner this is like even better it's the best money i have paid <laughs> really having a warm towel and the thing is my husband uses it and he's heating his towels for the, now it will hold four towels mind you right So I just sent you a a link to it on Amazon. Show you yeah, it's way
1: cheaper than what their price is.
0: Yeah, well, you know, they're from another country, I guess. (laughs) You know, you know a lot of those smaller companies that we meet at CES, and I love the smaller companies because they have really unique things. So it's got an LED reading on the front, so you can see the temperature and the time. It's got a twenty-four hour delay timer. So, you know you can start it later or something. Mm-hmm. You can adjust the heat time for thirty minutes forty five minutes or sixty minutes. I don't know how long you spend in the shower or the bath, but <laughs> Not does that, that, that. Long. child safety lock, and it has these little hooks on the inside, so yeah, my cool. little trick is after my husband uh pulls his towel out after the shower, I drop in my pajamas.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. That's you know, so,
0: so I hang them in there because it has these four detachable hooks, right? But why not? It's idea. still warm. I've shut it down, but it's still warm, and it keeps them warm. Yeah, that's I a good can idea. put on soft, warm pajamas. Yeah, and you know this isn't really common in the U.S., but in Europe they have built into bathrooms towel warmers. Mm-hmm. And it's a real luxury, but for $100, it it will hold up to two 40 by 70 oversized bath towels, robes, throw blanket, pajamas, more. I mean, I can't say enough of it. It's 13 inches uh, high, and I push it in the bathroom under my vanity table, and we just pull it out when we use it, and we don't leave it plugged in. Yeah, Yeah, right now on Amazon it's one hundred and nineteen dollars. So that's the Keenray Towel Warmer for Bathroom Luxury Towel Warmer Bucket with Timer.
1: Which, and by the way, on the website it's three hundred dollars. So yeah, so buy it on Amazon. Buy it on Amazon. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great idea.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute, and there's also apply a ten dollar coupon.
1: Ooh, okay.
0: On Amazon, so it would be one hundred and nine, which is what I paid.
1: Yeah, that's a great price.
0: And, but honestly, I saw it demoed at CES and I couldn't get it fast enough. (laughs) I didn't want to wait uh, for somebody to send me a sample. I wanted it now.
1: You wanted it before summer when you didn't need it.
0: Right. And I got to tell you, it is an excellent purchase and what a wonderful gift for Mother's Day.
1: Yeah.
0: Or Valentine's Day. It's a great gift for $100. So that's not Um, my buy of the week, but. Yeah, no, it's a, that's a C- good one. C- yes, especially
1: the price on uh, Amazon versus the price they're trying to sell it on the website for. Right. Well. Um, yeah. All right. So I don't know how many people. I've never actually rented, uh, you know, an Airbnb. Have you done that?
0: Yeah, I have. I but I know the owners of the Airbnb, so okay, that's so that's a little different. Yeah, it is yeah. different. Um, and before I went there someone from my family went over to check it out and to meet the owners and the whole thing so yeah. yeah i mean
1: sometimes that's great if you can do that sometimes you can't because it's too far from where you are you know you're going on vacation you're going to hawaii you're going to wherever well according to the federal trade commission in 2023 59,000 fraudulent listed listings were removed from the site in just in 2023 which so, site i'm
0: sorry which site
1: uh, this was from the uh, Airbnb
0: site. Okay.
1: So they had just on the Airbnb site, they had 59,000 fraudulent <laughs> listings on the site. Uh, apparently, uh, Booking.com made headlines when 100 people showed up to stay at a woman's London home because it was listed without her knowledge.
0: Nice. Real so, nice.
1: Yeah. All of a sudden, open your door. Well, we're here, y'all, all all 100 of us. So there's a lot of scams going on. Um, on booking. And you have to be very, very careful. So you want to look at some of the red flags. For example, low pricing. If a price seems too low, it's probably a scam. You know, you're getting this Or it's probably a dump. <laughs> well, a dump or, you know, it, it says it's a 10,000 square foot house and it's, you know, it's an outhouse. So if the lo- prices are low, you want to be careful with that. You also might find multiple listings of the same place with different prices. You know, so they, what they call, sometimes call a scam is a phantom rental. That's when a scammer actually uh, lists a puts a fraudulent thing and uses a fake address and stolen photos for that. Nice, nice. You know, so that's bad. Uh, suspicious photos. If you look at a site that look like stock photos, you know, too well, you know, most people take pictures themselves. And, you know, we're talking about megapixel cameras. If you're going to have an Airbnb, you're probably going to take a picture on your cell phone and you're going to post it. But if these look like professionally taken photos, that's probably something you want to be aware of, and something you can actually do sometimes is you can, if you have the address of the site, you can of course go to Google Earth or Google Maps or or Zillow and look. That's at a the good property. idea.
0: Yeah. yeah, but you see the thing is they don't give you the address of the property. Oh,
1: okay. Well, that's interesting. I didn't that I until didn't
0: you've paid.
1: Okay, so you have to pay. Well, I guess if you put it on a credit card. Then technically you would have paid and then you could cancel your credit card if that happens.
0: Yeah, but unfortunately the credit cards don't necessarily stand by you because of the terms of right. Airbnb. And it's pretty much in Airbnb's hands. Now they do have a helpline that you can contact. And you should contact them immediately after you've contacted the person who rented you the spot. Yeah. So and basically you don't don't let don't let the uh the person who rented to you, mollycoddle you, because I think you only have 24 hours to make the complaint for a refund. I'm not sure.
1: So again, just quick questions. Again, is the price believable? Are the photos looking legitimate? Uh, Who are you paying and how is that being paid? Um, Look at the description of the house and see, are there misspellings or their typos? You know, because that's always a, a good way to know if you're getting scammed on an email. They always misspell something, not intentionally, they're just stupid. So, uh, you well, know. Well, there's also
0: the- more than one site where you can rent these things. Right. And you may also find the same property on another site. Yep. And check the reviews on the other site as well. Right. The pro- Reviews you are know, important a- for that. Right, a legitimate uh, person will probably have the same price on both sides and see if the availability dates are the same on the other site. That's right. another thing.
1: Yeah, very careful. And, and one thing to be particularly careful about when you're renting one of these sites, you probably don't want to use the Wi-Fi that's in these sites if they're giving it to you.
0: Oh, I uh, did, but I used a VPN. You use a
1: VPN, yeah. So if you're going to, if you're going to do mm-hmm. that, then definitely use a VPN. Uh, otherwise, somebody could hack into your, you know, you're sitting in your luxury Airbnb and they're hacking into your uh, bank account when you're at home. So <laughs> just be careful about that stuff because this is going on a lot and you have to be careful.
0: Oh, the show goes by so fast. I can't it believe does. it. I can't it believe does. it. But I found out this fact because I'm, I am actively pursuing with some of the things that I saw at CES and we'll talk about another week. Cutting the cord. Yeah, because I'm personally fed up with paying all these fees. Yep. They're just getting higher and higher. It's not a matter of anything except I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. There's a company called Roku. We know Roku. Roku's been around for a long time. So Roku sold in tw- uh, their fiscal year 2023. Four hundred and seventy-one million dollars worth of streaming t- sticks, st- uh, set top players, branded smart TVs, and other devices. Yeah. Now you're a finance guy. You tell me about this. The cost to manufacture all these devices was five hundred and thirty-eight million. Okay. Okay. They th- they sold them for four hundred and seventy-one million. Mark. So they're that losing would be money less. there, hand that would over be less. fist. Or are they? Yeah, Or exactly. are they making up for it in other ways? Well, and how would they do that? When they filed their IPO with the Securities and Exchange Commission, they provided a detailed overview of the business. And when describing their products, uh, first on the list wasn't smart TVs or streaming players. It was advertising. Roku's advertising business includes video ads, audience development for streaming services, brand sponsorships, and that is it. And the platform generated, hold on to your seat, $2.9 billion in revenue for the okay. same 12 months.
1: That seems okay because they lost $100 million in the sale of the device and made $2.9 billion
0: in revenue. Yeah, billion, billion not million 2.9 yeah. $2. billion in revenue from the advertising. Yep. The and this blew me away. Roku says it's 75.8 million users. Each generate an average of $41.03 over the platform in the last 12 months. Right. And that is the money they made. That's actually down from the second quarter of 2022 when it generated $44 per user. And this is all from advertising. The average user spends over three hours and 50 minutes per day streaming content on their Roku. I don't know. That's a lot of time to me watching TV every day. But from the advertising they were fed, it's big money. And Apple. (laughs) has a similar platform business. I'm just business. going
1: to say that exactly that. The, subs- the app store is where they make the money, not on the sale of the iPhone.
0: Yeah, it's led to, a for Apple, $85 billion in service sales over the last 12 months. That, I mean, that's how lu- lucrative having one of these streaming yeah. platforms is. Absolutely. Yeah. So know that you are the product. <laughs> Always,
1: yeah. The hardware is is uh, a loss leader. The software is where they make the money. Can uh, speaking, we run? Can we of,
0: run through this next one quickly because yeah. I think it's
1: very cool. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, it should be coming out shortly. It's a handheld console, gaming console that lets you play if you have your original and you didn't throw them away. Your original Sega cartridges, of or all sell these them games. on eBay. <laughs> uh, yeah, or sell them on eBay. Right. Uh, it's going to be. It's called the Mega Ninety Five. Uh, We don't know exactly everything about it yet, but you'll load the cartridge in the top of the little handheld chassis, Um, and it's a um, joystick is built into it, It features a 5-inch screen, uh, 4.3 aspect ratio, which expands out to a 16.9, and you switch back and forth between the modes, and Sega made some really great games back in the day, and hopefully we don't know much about exactly when it's coming out, but they debuted it at CES. Which doesn't always mean it's coming, but this one looks like it is because the console is actually there. So uh, if you're a gamer, that's one to look for. Uh, hopefully, in the near future,
0: I think that's great. And that's called the. What it is it is called? The, yeah,
1: I just gave the it's name. It's made now, by a company called Mega Hyperkin. 95. Yeah. It's and called it's
0: Me- co- yeah it, by Hyperkin, and it's called the Mega Ninety Five. Yep. That's um, very cool. Okay. And last so quick, this, this know, is a one sentence Chuck E Cheese. One sentence on Chuck E. Cheese. Those of you who like Chuck E. Cheese or thought Chuck E. Cheese animatronics was scary, <laughs> well, it's gonna get even scarier. <laughs> Magic Elves, the producers of Top Shelf and other re- Top Shelf and other reality TV hits, are developing a series based on Chuck E. Cheese restaurant chain. Mmm. This sounds like Squid Game to me. I'm telling you, adults will compete in larger versions of the games they played as kids. Format will feature standalone comedic challenges where duos of big kids, aka adults, will compete over supersized arcade games, including pinball, air hockey, alley roller, and the human claw. Alley roller, by the way, is skee ball, which is that's my game. I, I don't know if I should go on this thing or not, because I can beat. That's my game. There you go. Top ticket earning, and you win tickets, just like you used to at Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, they'll get a chance to exchange their tickets for prizes off of a massive version of the iconic Chuck E. Cheese prize wall. There you go. When I was Sounds kid, like fun. I
1: did game shows, and I did one called the Magnificent Marble Machine, which was a like 20-foot high pinball machine. So the same kind of concept. Cool, yeah.
0: Okay, so last but not least, we're going to give you the top ten in streaming for last yep. week, January 11th right, through January 17th. Mark hit in it number with one, the movie "Killers of
1: the Flower Moon." That was the Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Robert De Niro film. Very, very good film. Three and a half hours, oh, okay. uh, but very entertaining. Uh, salt uh, Saltburn. I watched like three quarters of it, and I turned it off. I just didn't love it. Uh, the Holdovers is winning all kinds of awards. Probably will win some Academy Awards as well. Paul Giamatti, who's a great actor, um, Society of the Snow on Netflix. Don't know what that is.
0: Oh, I can tell you what that is. That is basically a retelling of the story of the plane crash. Oh, right. In right. the Andes Mountains, where things got really bad. Uh,
1: okay. Um, then you but got supposedly,
0: it's a lot more accurate than the previous movie that was made.
1: Okay. Uh, Self reliance, which looks like uh, some kind of shoot 'em up. Don't know what it is. Uh, Lift, which I also don't know what that one is. I haven't seen that one. Uh, One of your favorites, Barbie. There's a
0: picture of an airplane in Lift, so I I assume it's not a story of being stuck in an elevator.
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Then you got Barbie. Number seven. Role play. Again, uh, these must be fairly new because I haven't seen these before. Mean Girls, the original, I think, because – or is this, maybe this is the new one. Uh, mean Girls is very popular. And The Creator, which keeps showing up on this list, so I suppose I should try it. So
0: and, that's your movie uh, list. I'm, gonna, I'm going to uh, throw in something that's not on the list real quick. You know, we had the Emmys and the Golden Globes <laughs> and all that. And I was kind of shocked because a winner was Episode 2 of PBS's U.S. and the Holocaust. Not a really joyous thing to watch, no, no. but because it won an award, I went and I watched it. It's excellent. I don't know exactly what it's streaming under. It's probably Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, I learned so much. It's two hours. It's episodic, but it's two hours. And episode two is the one that won the award. So okay. just watch episode two and you'll, you will learn more than you ever thought you knew. Hmm. Now, in episodic TV, number one is True Detective Night Country. Have you seen I it? I just
1: started it this morning. And? Um, I'm not into it yet. I'm about 40 minutes into the first episode. it that- Jodie Foster, so it's probably very good.
0: And that's on Max. Yep. Uh, number two is Echo on Hulu. Haven't watched it. Nope. Uh, number three is Reacher. Love it. Really, that good, huh? Love it. Absolutely love it. And, of course, the big winner at the Emmy is The Bear. Yep. About a uh, chef in Chicago whose EV won't try. No, that wasn't about it. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a great series. You're going to want to watch it, and I am totally shocked that the actress who played the bear's mother in the Thanksgiving show did not oh, yeah, watch, Jamie Lee show. Curtis. Uh, she should have gotten something, yeah. But no, she didn't. Five is "Fool Me Once" on Netflix. Everybody,
1: including myself, loved this. Really, loved it.
0: And what's it about? It's a
1: murder mystery. Okay. Uh, Harlan Coben, who's a very famous author, uh, and it's a—I don't want to tell anybody anything about it—but it's got twists and turns and an okay. ending. Okay, murder mystery. Murder coming. mystery.
0: Excellent. Number six in episodic TV is. Fargo, which Loved everybody it. loves. Um Beef, which was a big winner on Netflix. It's number 7, number 8 is Death and Other Details, which I know nothing about.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a Agatha Christie-ish
0: kind of thing. Uh and I'm watching it and it's entertaining so far. Number 9 is Percy Jackson. I haven't seen that yet. I've been busy. And number 10 is Criminal Record on Apple TV+. Plus. I haven't seen that either.
1: Yeah, I um, don't know what that is.
0: Lots of good TV. If you have to stay indoors at this time of year, I'm thinking, you know, you have to uh, find stuff to watch. So, Mark, you going to be watching TV?
1: I'm going to go, uh, yes, uh, off the ear and onto the TV. And it's cold. Nobody wants to go out right now. So, yeah, sounds like fun to us. And I think that's it for us.
0: And that so, is it for yep. us.
1: Thank you oh, for joining us. And there's us for, the
0: music, son of a gun.
1: Hey, there we go. Uh, thank you for joining us. We'll be back with you next week. Uh, have a good one and stay warm wherever you are.
0: This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen thanking you so much for listening to the show. We hope to hear you back. Ne- see you back next week. Please tell your friends. Subscribe. It's getting really competitive out there, and we like to give you this little short bit of tech every week. So have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.